0: Scott, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing alright. I was really tired. It's a it's a pleasure to be back. Uh how how are how are things going for you?
0: Oh, I'm I'm good as always. It it was it's been it's been a busy couple of weeks for you. Uh, I I saw you post up that picture on Twitter. Just getting yeah. getting everything moved and set up and that's a whole thing. I've been through it, it's not fun.
1: <laughs> it's not it's not. It's not. I've been doing it for about uh two months now at this point uh and i just recently told people about it but it's been it's been a wild time i haven't been able to play a lot of games i've been able to play exactly uh 30 minutes of the uh, monkey ball banana mania i've been able to play 25 minutes of metroid dread oh okay um <laughs> 20 minutes of psychonauts 2. uh i downloaded microsoft flight simulator so that should be fun that's an interesting um, one to throw
0: in there okay <laughs> just wanted to see what I, it looked like
1: it's the games of the year, yeah. You know, <laughs> um, uh, it's it's been it's been a busy time, but hopefully, some uh, soon, I can uh, just sit down and actually play some games because there is. Uh, I haven't been able to play Mario Party. Uh, I want to play Death Loop. Um, I want to play just all the PS5 games. I have a PS5 now. I have two PS5s now. You have two. You've been so looking for one
0: this whole time, and I have two. I don't even have two. I, just I have
1: play. two because <laughs> I want one. Upstairs because I'm in the basement right now, so I'm like, Well, I want one upstairs. Well, I figure you want one dedicated
0: um, to video capture and then you maybe just want one that you can just like recreate you know, just play recreationally Well, and...
1: you showed me you showed me a device that's like an Aver Media thing mm-hmm. where it's like a portable little capture device that you don't need to plug into a computer you just pop a micro S D in there. And you just record right there. So I'm gonna hook that up to my upstairs TV, which my upstairs TV, like my living room TV, is just kind of a recreational one. It's just like, hey, sit back, because originally in my apartment, all the consoles were set up, and that was on my living room TV, or at least all the consoles that you know I I captured off of frequently enough. And I would have to, you know, like plug, unplug, use my Elgato, and just wires, a squid of wires was always on the floor. And for this, I'm just like, all right, that's happening in the basement. And then, you know, if I'm upstairs and for some reason I want to play a game, um, you know, I have a couple of consoles set up there. I have a PS5, Series X, um, a Switch dock, which the the Switch is, like, perfect for a multiple-room household. Oh, yeah, you just walk um, around with it. You just
0: drop it in docks, yeah. Yeah,
1: you just – because I have multiple docks now. I have, like, the, the OLED dock down here, and then I have another you did, dock. You did upstairs. get the OLED.
0: You, you got yeah, it. Yeah, okay. I think
1: – yeah, it's it's a nice upgrade, but it's also like a very unnecessary one. It's yeah. very very unnecessary. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It de- I, I guess
0: it depends on how much you play in portable mode. You you use it a lot in handheld, just kind of around the computer while you're doing stuff.
1: Um, you know, I, I, you know, do you ever feel this way with um when you when you use footage of games? You kind of feel like you don't want to play in handheld as much because you want to like well you know I can't capture the footage oh yeah I can't capture the footage I can't use that for you know if I if I need you know what if something comes up and I you know to be fair you can hold the capture button but you know the quality isn't as good but I use it for you know random you know like you know if I want to play like Tetris ninety nine randomly or something like that you know oh you got to get Tetris you got to get Tetris effect. I did, I did. That game I've, looks I've, crazy I on the OLED. I have every version of that. I have every version of that. I've played uh, played the uh, PS4 version, and then the PS4 version with VR, and then when it came to Xbox uh, One and Game Pass, I played it there, and then I had to buy it on Switch. Um, and I played it on the OLED, and it looks great. I just think uh, the, the main thing that worries me, and this is just kind of like new device syndrome, but it's just that feeling of like, i got to be really careful with this thing, you know, because... You know, it's a glass screen now.
0: Yeah, it scratches. And, uh, it scratches really easily because they have like this plastic kind of sheet on it, and it it's mm-hmm. very very uh, susceptible to scratches with pretty much anything. Like I think like maybe rubber won't scratch or something. Like, everything else yeah. will just will just leave a mark in it, which is kind of annoying. So uh, that's like yeah. the thing you need a screen protector for now is this OLED display.
1: Um, I yeah, Like I, I'm really careful with my devices at first, but then like I kind of become like really casually careful Where it's just like at least with the you know, like I, I can I can fling my phone around wherever, you know I'll just throw it like on the couch or on the bed or something um, With the switch OLED. I'm just like, oh man, I don't know like this is feeling you know just the fact that the the back feels it's heavier and the the front is like all glass and all that but uh, the screen looks really good. I, I think the screen increase the the increased size is almost a bigger a bigger feeling upgrade than the OLED um, screen even though the OLED screen looks fantastic but just seeing like a bigger screen is really nice. Um, but you know I, I officially have two OLED screens now because you showed me the the CX the yep. LG CX model. So that's my living room TV. Do you have you a chance to use that
0: at all yet like you've been using it for anything like any kind of gaming or anything?
1: Uh, I played Astros Playroom on it last hey, night. That's so. a good looking
0: game. That's a good looking game. That's a good one for <laughs> it. I,
1: I that was my first time playing with the DualSense. Uh, that was pretty cool. I think I think the rumble on that is far more impressive than like the Joy-Con. Yeah. It just feel it's it's very very substantial. Um, but I don't know. It's it's one of those things that just like when I I've had like a one of those cheapo Roku HD t- uh, 4K TVs. And uh, I have one in the basement here. That's just what I have. It's not like a cheapo one. It's like one of the better ones. Mm -hmm. But um, I don't know. Like, it's one of those things where it's just like, you know, like, I feel like I'm just not a huge video quality file, Mm -hmm. I guess. Because, like, I can't see a huge I can obviously tell, like, oh, the blacks are super black on this thing. But, you know, like, I feel like... You know, like I, 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 just I miss the Roku interface. I really like the Roku <laughs> interface. You can this just buy a Roku funky. You can
0: just buy a little Roku thing and plug it into one of the oh, HDMI. Oh, I did. Oh
1: yeah, <laughs> I did because the uh, streaming app Tubi is not available on the LG store, and Tubi has a bunch of just, oh, just weird movies on it for free, and I'm just like I kind of like that. Um, and uh, it's it's on roku, but it's not on the lg store. I just feel like the lg interface is more like is more classy look, uh, maybe like a little more like advanced feeling but just like, you know, like, uh The the little gyroscope pointer that it has is kind of cool But mm. it also gets a little annoying sometimes and you know, it's it's kind of like, uh, I don't know I still have to learn that interface a bit more, but it, it's a very nice tv so, and I set it up with like some uh, Sonos speakers and whatnot. Oh yeah, you deck it's, it's, you deck a, that whole thing out.
0: Up. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, the audio on it was pretty bad in that living room. It was very echoey because uh, I did mount the TV, or uh, I paid somebody to mount it because I don't trust myself to do that. But um, it's uh, you know like the audio is super echoey and very tinny. Um, so you know I think you really need speakers for that. Mm. But yeah, it's you a didn't solid, get the the three D
0: the three D headphones from Sony. For your PS5 from Sony
1: I I'm not a big headphone user. I don't know. I just like hey, yeah, yeah, you have the AirPods too. Mm-hmm. You're using those now too. Yep. Congratulations. So I've used, I've been the, using you know.
0: AirPods for a little while now cuz I use them at the gym cuz they don't have like the overhead like stuff. It's it's not this big bulky thing, which is a lot easier I think to get around. That's the one thing from Apple yeah. that I've basically been with since they started were the AirPods.
2: <laughs> just because I, I feel like they're yeah. just more
0: convenient overall and they la- mine at least last a while. Like some people talk about them breaking really quickly. I I beat mine up at the gym and they're usually fine
1: hey I, I've had these since 2019 and uh, they've been they've been fine they're the pros uh, mainly because I, I like the uh, I, I kind of I like those soft inserts at, at the tips yeah. you know. like I, I just I like those on my earbuds um, but yeah Apple is something I'm not particularly proud of of being on board with but you know it's something where when you're hey, in you're in hey <laughs> I,
0: I, I recently have joined the the Apple ecosystem the Mac family i guess what do they have names for them like the whole thing is there a name for it scott it's
1: just just the mac family the i mac mean like family. most okay. people call it the apple ecosystem you know it's just like hey just the apple ecosystem you buy one thing and if you buy another apple thing it works pretty well with it hey, i I've, um, I've joined
0: in mostly because of the m1 chip the m1 chip sold me on it all right uh, otherwise hey. i like people get sold on the software I don't care about software, <laughs> I, I just, uh, the, the M1 chip is so impressive to me, I actually had to get one. And I was thinking about doing a video on the air because it's it doesn't use a fan, so I thought it was really cool what it can do without even needing any kind of like spinning fan inside of it to, to make it work. Uh, but then I was like, wow, this is really good, I'm midway through the video, like making it, I'm like, I'm gonna go get the Pro now, because <laughs> I, I wanted to use it as like my main thing here. So that, I mean, that's what I I'm using now. The- but.
1: I think uh, from what I've seen with like PC laptops, I don't think like a lot of PC laptops are all that great. Like, what's your experience with PC laptops?
0: Depends. The problem is there's so many manufacturers for it, and some of them are Mm -hmm. cheap. Some are nice, but then some of them are pretty cheap and kind of terrible. So, like, the Surface books are nice, those are, but I realize those at times are more expensive than what the MacBooks are. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I, you just so get to a certain, like this good yeah, balance. you have a certain quality yeah. level. And like the airs now you find those for eight, $900 for the base model, but it does like a lot. It, it does editing yeah. for video. This, similar to what a lot of desktops do now. And it's this little, you know, thin MacBook air. So the one issue I had with that is I got it. Th- this is like the 2020 model and it has like no ports on the side. It has like two USB-C Thunderbolt ports oh, and that's I it. I know. <laughs>
1: That's it. I got I got dongles all over the place. But it's hell. The new I p- hate it. <laughs> the
0: new Pro, the new MacBook Pro, has a bunch of ports on the side. They just they brought got them all an back.
1: HDMI slot. Yeah, that, that's I'm, why I spent thousands of dollars yeah, on okay, it. Yeah.
0: Okay. I didn't I didn't get like the ridiculous MacBook Pro. I got like the the mid tier one kind of like I didn't get. Mm-hmm. They had like the M1 Max or something. And I looked at it and I was like, it's mostly like for on the GPU side of things. I'm I'm not really gonna be playing games on this thing really, <laughs> um, yeah. but. They have, yeah, they have a bunch more ports on it. They even have an SD card slot, which my uh, my Surface didn't have that. And so uh, I saw that. It's a and I was huge like, thing.
1: I like it, how that, that was a big were, deal. I like how that was a big deal. They're like, yeah. we took it
0: away a while. And now we're going to give it back. And people were like, oh my God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah it's 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 a big thing like i don't know they they switched over to all that's the thing like apple does this thing where they switch over everything they're like oh we don't need these things anymore but then their other products use it for whatever reason like they switched over to USB C with everything which is good mm-hmm. but then like the iphone still uses like their proprietary lightning cable but then like you know they took away the headphone jack on their iphones um and did they take away it on the ipad yeah they did But their MacBooks still have it Um, But then you know like the iPhone for the longest time still used USB a uh, With their charger in the box and none of their MacBooks had USB a ports Um, And it's something where it's just like it just it just always feels like they're always like a little one step behind with Their product lineup in terms of just like kind of like just making everything work and uh, it is a little silly how it's a selling point how they're bringing back ports from like, you know, MacBooks. And that's the big selling point is that they're, t- you know, you know, taking away the touch bar, which horrible apps. I hate that damn thing. Yeah, I missed that whole it thing. Is, it, uh, I'm probably happy. It, I did. it is. It is. It's something where like every MacBook that has it that I own, I, I go into the settings to give it just a regular function row key on the touch bar because I don't like how it, because it would change based on the application. And I'm like, I don't like that. Like I, oh. I want it to be like a standard format. You know, like if if I'm gonna mute the MacBook, I wanna know that the mute button is always here. So that I can just immediately hit it where the touch bar, It would change based on every single application. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, it would shift stuff around and stuff. And it would always be really superfluous things. Like, I think, like, oh, the emojis on the keyboard are going to appear on there. I'm like, I'm not going to use that. Or, like, in, you know, if you're in a document or something, you can use a color bar and it's just like, but, you know, if I'm going to use the color bar, the color bar is already going to be on the screen. And, you know, it, it's more of a hassle to go down, look at your keyboard, switch it on the touch, touch screen. It was it was just a super gimmicky thing. It was the Wii U gamepad of, of MacBook. <laughs> <editions>. <laughs> I feel
0: like that was a, an idea they had that sounded really cool on paper and then just didn't work when they put it out in the they wild. The same uh, with the Wii U gamepad. They yeah. never
1: found a good application for it. Or, you know, if they did, it was too late. So it was just, you know. I think, um, I, I think Apple makes good, like, I, I think laptops, mm. you know, Mac is pretty much the king of that because, you know, PC, you know, if you're, you're in PC, you're in PC, but you know, a big part of PC is, um, you know, upgrading, be able to customize it, just having control over your own system where, you know, MacBook, the battery is soldered in, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a you're pain not getting dead, that out, you know. I don't think the battery might be soldered, you know, but everything soldered. Sealed. And it's sealed. It's sealed. You can sealed. barely upgrade it. It's sealed. They even yeah.
0: use weird screws on the bottom. They're like pentalobe screws or something, so you can't get yeah. in easily. They used to use <laughs> Phillips eggs. I would work on MacBooks all the time, years ago, mm-hmm. constantly working on them, um, and they moved their screws around in these pentalobes, and it was really annoying, because I remember... We had to order mm-hmm. proprietary screwdrivers. I'm like, this is so stupid. But uh, yeah. <laughs> they they had a lot of issues but back in the day. Laptop, but they fixed yeah. them up as they've gone along. And this M1 chip is like next level stuff. So like yeah. when you get it.
1: That's the thing. Is
0: your MacBook is your does your MacBook Pro now with the touch bar, does do the fans kick on? Like do they get
1: it at all? Um Yeah. It's my thirteen inch model is garbage. It no. is absolute <laughs> garbage. Like if I would go on like ebay or zillow mm. that thing would lag like the uh, it yeah. would stutter and, st- and i'm just like this is like a an, a year and a half two year old laptop this is absurd yeah um this one is the 16 inch model and this is what i use for capture um game capture and this one's pretty good um but you know if you know there's a couple of things that i'll edit on here uh just to kind of free up space on my on my desktop just to kind of also just be like oh you know like i'll edit edit behind the scenes stuff on this one um and uh the fans kick on for that but i assume the fans will still kick on for like if you're video editing on like the air or even the new pro well that's i think the, they'll at least kick that's on the cool
0: bit, thing but, the air doesn't have a fan so it just oh there's gee, never it doesn't make any that. noise yeah. so i originally got it i was like oh this would make sense to do like audio recording in room like in mm. the room that i'm like shooting in and then also being able to pull up different documents and web page and stuff and i realized that one's powerful enough to edit video and the whole time you'll render video no problem and all this makes no noise so i get this macbook pro and the fans i don't think i've ever had them kick on
1: yeah and if
0: if it has it's, i have not heard them It's pretty wild it, it is no, impressive it's, stuff
1: it's it's very impressive and just how the speed of the M1, where it's just like you, you lift up the screen and it's just like it's instantly on. I'm, I'm excited. To just, I'm excited to give it a try with, uh, with the new when's, one. Oh yeah, when's yours? I, when's I, yours I coming? Think, eh, within the within this week. Uh, okay. I think it said like November fifth. Yeah, November fifth through the tenth. I didn't do the um, customization stuff,
0: sh- so Best Buy just had it. I just went yeah. over and picked it up.
1: Yeah, I customized it with just like a good amount of storage and all that because like I might do a little bit of editing on it I might, you know, I, I mainly use it for um, this is gonna be like my around-the-house computer Pretty much and you know, if I want to edit something really quick, you know, I can do that. Sure Um, but I think I, I think Apple is very good with with their laptops because like, you know, with you know I, I said like the whole like reason why you'd want, you know, a PC desktop, but A lot of those reasons don't transfer over necessarily to laptops just because laptops are a lot less customizable you know you can still Mm -hmm. you can still upgrade stuff in them but it's it's much more difficult and um, they're taking that away though now
0: like, for laptops, it used to yeah. be back in the day, you could do all kinds of stuff to them. You could take the CPU out. You could take the – they even had ones where the video cards were slotted in inside. They're called MXM cards, which was cool. But now hmm. they're to the point where they're soldering RAM into the onto the motherboard. The CPU might be soldered in because they're using liquid metal. And it's becoming more and more like what Apple has been doing, which is yeah. a, a <laughs> limited just, upgrade pass, if think, any. Uh...
1: Cause they uh, they're making money d- with their uh, with their computers. I think a lot of PC laptop manufacturers are probably like, well, let's do what they're doing, cause what they're doing is working, obviously. But I think Apple. Uh, I think a- what Apple does on their computer lineup works very well in the laptop sphere. Like I always say, the MacBook is a fantastic school computer. Like you bring that to like, you know, you use that for like your your college stuff or whatever at university. It's great for that. Um, you know, I think. For creatives, um, I think there's a lot of great applications on there But you know, like you're also gonna get that stuff on PC. Well, like, uh, I don't know I I think I think there's a reason, you know to own either one, but uh, you know, I've I've just always been a mac guy I I grew up, uh Well, I didn't grow, you know, like one of one of the computers that I used For years, was a Windows Vista PC, and I was just like, no, no.
0: Oh, well, hold on. If that was your introduction to PC, that we might have spotted the problem here. (laughs) If it was, yeah. Well,
1: I mean, my introduction was '98. Oh, okay. But then we upgraded to Vista, and I was like, no, no. Like, I, I have some nostalgia. I have nostalgia for that OS, just like because, like, that was like when I was like, oh my God, you could, like, you can edit video, you can make DVDs, and all that stuff. Um, so I have a lot of nostalgia for like a lot of the stock. Music and images Microsoft packed onto that computer yeah. or you know that I um, But you know that thing was just plagued with glitches and it was just so susceptible to just like crashing and slowing down and viruses and all that stuff and my uh, school my school system was a Mac school which was odd because like you know like they they just all used max no we had Max like, too you know, they got max when i was in like oh, yeah, middle cool.
0: school they had those old g like the g3 imax they were like all yeah. different colors <laughs> green and like pink mm-hmm. and, and blue and like all these different co- so it was very colorful in the library but uh yeah that's mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. all we had too it was just you just yeah. walk in and they'd hit the button and it'd do the big gong sound and then you'd wait like 10 yeah. minutes then you could go in <laughs>
1: Well, that's that's primarily why I switched over to Mac because um You know, I would go home to my windows vista pc and I would be undeniably depressed And uh, when I go to school i'm like this is amazing because like all the macs worked very well And I liked uh I thought the video editing and all that on there with iMovie at the time was like, oh This is so much better than windows movie maker Mm. Uh, so you know, uh, that that's that's how that's how uh that's how the disease spread and that's why I'm where where I am where I am right now but uh yeah I uh I'm I'm excited to try the m1 uh the m1 pro I think I like it it's it's
0: significantly faster than basically any of the MacBooks out now so uh, I think yeah I might I
1: might do what you do and record audio via like an air or something like that because I have like a whole room for like filming now and uh, I want I you know I want to set that up with audio and right now you can can probably tell it's a little echoey so Uh, I recorded my recent video in here just because I didn't really have much of a choice um so i'm trying to i'm trying i'm in the process of uh of audio uh, it works it works well for that
0: just because it's silent but then you can also pull stuff up on the screen if you need to whether you have like uh, a script or notes or something and you put it off to the side Mm -hmm. but that's what i'll do i'll actually hook it into an external display and then i have an arm mount like a monitor around me for like the new stuff so i can see any notes or uh points that i wanted to make next to me or quotes so i already have it all clipped out so the entire day i'm basically setting up this really long Google spreadsheet of like information and clips and all this stuff with quotes, and I just use that to scroll through it and be able to pick it up pretty easily. So I will say, well for that. Uh,
1: whenever whenever I've seen NewsWave, it, it's very I I'm, I'm I have to commend your ability to just take notes and roll with them and make it sound very very natural without much stutters or anything like that. <laughs> like it just feels like you know exactly what to say. I am not used. I am so used to a script. I know whenever I appear on stuff like this, I say like or um way too many times. I heard I you
0: I think I read, you know, it was um, like, and you know. Those are the three. Yeah, um, like, you know.
1: <laughs> uh, there you go again. Yeah. I am not, I'm just not as used to unscripted uh, conversations via like this kind of thing. So I think people notice that a lot if
0: you do it a lot like I mean I do it a lot like a lot like way more than than most people do just because it's like constant videos going out for that but then also a whole podcast for a couple hours where I have to deal with Sean and his random interjections (laughs) with stuff that I don't know how he's not canceled yet at times but he he pops in and he does all that so you know you bounce around and you got to try to kind of navigate that so it's just become second nature to basically just conversate yeah. and continue to conversate without like stopping. Mm-hmm. So, but like like if you did that for a year, you'd probably just be like normal talking anyway. So it's just it's just over time mm-hmm. you pick it up. Um, just yeah, practice.
1: I just I feel I feel a little better with my with my scripts. Just just oh, yeah. knowing exactly like bam there we go because I know what I'm saying is like oh, this is, this is good to go. I know what I'm saying here works. Mm-hmm. When I'm talking off the cuff, I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to say next <laughs> sentence. You know, like, I don't know. So it's <laughs> you know, it's, it's a little more, it, it, it's just a little more pressure when you don't do live stuff because I don't stream. I don't have a podcast that I do. I only do this stuff when I'm invited onto it and I love doing it. But it's just not as, it, it doesn't come as elegantly well, to me as, as it probably would you because you do this stuff all well, the hold time on. you do it every you, did,
0: you did... But, like, okay, so we... we we'll we move into too many games here, but you did an entire panel, and you're, you're perfectly fine on stage talking with all these people in front of you, though.
1: Eh. <laughs> i I mean, most people it's, seem
0: very entertained when you're up there.
1: It's it's fine. I, I don't know. It, it's something... I do much better in person with people, which I think is strange. Like, I... I feel much more comfortable when i'm in a room next to somebody talking compared to you know texting messaging or talking via like this method i just feel like i'm i work a lot better like in person with people so i guess that's probably why um that's also why i'm very quiet on social media <laughs> i'm just like i don't like i just i'm not a big like text to sp- uh, text speaker i guess um, so I, I think, I think I just work a lot better in person, which it, I, I feel like most people like who say that kind of stuff are the opposite. They're like, no, I don't like talking in person. I'd rather talk, you know, like, uh, you know, via messages or something like that. Sure. So, I don't know. Okay. Well, well
0: we had too many, we had too many games a couple weeks ago. It was, it was, it yeah, was a lot of fun. Was... I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, it was, yeah, uh, it was three, it was three pretty, days for me Friday, wild. S- Friday through Sunday. Uh, And there are panels all over the place, uh, games everywhere. Uh, mm. That was you returning to too many games. You've been there once, so you returned a second time. I've been
1: there once before. This is my second time. I was there from Thursday to Wednesday. Oh,
0: yeah, that's right. You said you were going to do some some stuff around, like, Philly and and everything while you were there to to kind of spend some time there.
1: Yeah. Uh, We just kind of, like, hung out for a little bit. Um, Me and my girlfriend walked around, filled up. What did we do? We went to the Grand Depression Mall. We went oh, there three days in a row because the first day the first day we were there with all my other all other all friends and we were just like oh, we got to We, we got to go to the Grand Lux. We got to go to the Grand Lux and like they were closed or like the wait was so long so uh, we we found a, a Shake Shack nearby so we tried that out and uh, Then the next day we we went to the King of Prussia Mall again to go to the Grand Lux because this time we were prepared and then the third time, we were like, all right, well, let's just go here to just check the, just check them all out. So we went there three days in a row. Um, we wanted to go to the art museum in Philadelphia, because did you know the thinker is there? The what? Like the statue of the thinker? <laughs> like, that famous statue of, like, the thinker guy that's doing oh. that, uh, that pose?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. know that was there. Yeah. I mean,
1: I, I got I to confirm it. I'm just like... Uh, Cause like I only knew that place is like oh yeah the the rocky steps are there yeah I don't <laughs> I do go see the rocky steps I'll say there.
0: I usually just go into Philly for the different games like like Philly's games and <laughs> and stuff like that yeah. uh, I don't spend a lot of time in Philly uh,
1: <laughs> but no, actually you know what it might not be it might not be at the Philadelphia okay Museum. I was gonna say I, I... maybe <laughs> where did I hear that though Philadelphia. <laughs> uh art museum the thinker uh, what'd you think of philly anyway when you you're think? there maybe it is i don't know it's <laughs> it, it's on the website one of them something like that's there i don't know but either way that's kind of cool but uh you asked what did i think of philly yeah
0: what'd you think of philly
1: that's what, it's pretty cool we tried some cheesesteaks. walked <laughs> around for like an hour Uh, I saw the Liberty Bell. I was uh, drugged up on four doses of DayQuil that day because my allergies were starting to act up. Um, So, like, uh, I I just got a little congested. So, I was like, I got to do four things of DayQuil. I'm going for it. And uh, I did it. And I was just, I was, like, zoning out when we saw the Liberty Bell. (laughs) I was just like, whoa. (laughs) Um, And, uh, you know, we kind of walked around. Walked around the uh, the city checked out like Chinatown there which is pretty cool um, and we ended up with uh, with some cheesesteaks uh, I tried to make it back in time for the end of the convention but uh you know I don't think uh, I think we made it a little too late but uh, it, it was pretty it, it was pretty cool it, it felt like nothing changed since 2019 uh, you know it felt like it was pretty much you know the exact same capacity
0: yeah it was I think there were it might be a, probably more people here at this time there there was a, a lot of people i feel like many people just wanted to get out and do something is really what it was yeah uh, i mean mm-hmm. it's been building up that kind of that pent-up demand to, to go to like a convention or, or anything really over the last year mm-hmm. and a half to two years and uh, i just i just noticed there were a lot of people like coming in through signups they said it was like their most like pre-sold out or pre-sold convention they've done so it mm-hmm. i mean i guess they're gonna Try to get back on track. I feel like in in June probably. That's usually when it is. So oh,
1: we got yeah. We're only six more months away <laughs> or seven more months away. It's a crazy thing. My friends had a blast there. Oh, they that's were good. just like th- like I mean at the after party like on the first day they were just like they just turned to me they were like this is awesome <laughs> you know, just like I think they just like the free drinks and the karaoke and stuff like that. Oh sure. Uh, that's yeah. another thing I say. That's another thing I say a lot of stuff like that. But uh, They really liked that and uh, I think they were just over like overwhelmed in a good way Just with how many people came up to them and and said hi, and they thought it was it was super super cool Um, And it was awesome to share that with them and uh, You know, it's exciting to do that all over again except like that's like I I would like to do more conventions But they just they take up so much time
0: Yeah, because that's
1: a whole weekend pretty much that you have to put aside and I don't, I, 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 don't have time to do that, <laughs> you know. Like I'm, I, I want to get the videos out, but, um, you know, it's, it's something where I feel like a lot of other conventions compared to Too Many Games might not be as like cool, because I think Too Many Games is a good like all-in-one convention. Like, it, you know, like if you want to go there for like music, there's a couple of concerts you can go mm-hmm. to. If you want to go there for panels to meet YouTubers, you can do that. If you want to go there to buy games, you can do that. If you want to go there to have a throw like a party or whatever, you can do that. It has a little bit of everything. Where I feel like something like, from what I've seen, a Magfest, which I've never, I've never been to Magfest. I would love to go, mm-hmm. but it, it feels a little more focused on like the party yes. element of it instead of like the, you know, like hey, you know, if if you don't want to do that, you can go buy games or something. Or I saw, I saw it was like that like years ago, but I, I see now it's a little more focused on the party, which is super fun. But uh, I feel like too many games is a great balance where it's just like, you know, there's always something to do. If you go there, there's something, you know, like if you're not interested in the games for whatever reason, I don't know why you'd go to a retro gaming convention. But, uh, you know, there's a panel going on. There's a concert going on. You can hang out around, you know, you're in Philadelphia, which would be fair. MagFest is in like the Washington, D.C. area. So there's stuff to do there. Mm. But, um, you know, uh, you know, there, there's all kinds of stuff to do. Um, I, I think it's a great like all in one convention where I see something like VidCon. I'm like, I don't want to go there <laughs> like that looks miserable.
0: How'd your how'd your panel? Um, how'd your panel go?
1: It was fine. I, I think um, I, <laughs> the room was way too dark and like I could not hear anybody. Like me and my friends said afterwards we were like, yeah, like when we would call on people, we could not hear or see anybody because it was pitch black in the audience and nobody had mics. So, you know, it, it was it was a bit uh, jumbled up. But uh, it was still awesome to see people. I got to announce like the the YouTube videos that were coming to TV. Yeah, people saw was... that on
0: Twitter. It was you were, uh, it was trending on Twitter actually. People got really excited about yeah. that.
1: I see a lot of people doing like I I didn't see a lot of people. I saw some people doing hot takes where they were just like, I don't think Scott realizes his demographic is not on television. I'm like, do you think I don't know that? It's just a cool <laughs> opportunity. I was just like, this is just kind of cool to see, like because I'm always you know, and people were like. I don't know. Scott's going to start making his YouTube videos differently. I'm like, no, (laughs) I don't care if this doesn't work out. Like after like one, like if it just premieres on TV one time, like I'm like, there you go. I made it. It's something where any opportunity I take with the YouTube channel, it's more so just like, you know, if I die tomorrow, I can say like, I got a TV show. You gotta, you and gotta, that, you gotta that hit that the guide.
0: Make... You gotta hit the guide button and see like your name and like the guide listings and stuff. Yeah. yeah.
1: I I need to do that. It's, it's something that's just like you know like if, if the YouTube channel implodes tomorrow, I can say like, well, I accomplished this and this and this and that's amazing. Um, you know, that's kind of how I see a lot of goals like that. And if I get opportunities like what I did with that. And It's supposed to be just like a you know, just like oh this is super cool that I'm able to do this and I have this opportunity You know like I'm gonna you know, yeah, sure and you know I I edited together like a pilot for them in terms of like, you know It's just compiling the YouTube videos and cutting them up a little bit to work, you know in a time slot Okay, and uh, you know, I, I showed them a pilot and then I sent them, you know a hard drive of all the episodes with the raw files. So if they have to swap out music for potential copyright problems, or if they have to change something a little bit here and there, they can do that. Um, but it, it's pretty much just like, yeah, like I'm it's super, it's super exciting and I don't, I don't have to do much about it. It's just like, you know, like there's, there's like 200 plus episodes they can pull from. I'm like, I'm not going to change what I'm doing right now based on like, what would work? Oh, best I was going to like, I don't, I,
0: I don't know much. Sure I'll talk about it, but like, did they, specifically pick ones that they wanted on tv or do you provide them like do you go okay i'd like to do this one on tv
1: they asked they asked for my input on oh, okay. what i think would be like the best episodes. so i i kind of picked like ones that i think were either pretty iconic ones like really good ones slash like ones i think would work best for like a general audience kind of thing so that's generally like the videos i do where it's like kind of like I forget a lot of the ones that I picked I picked a lot of the, the you know, like ones that are kind of like talking about one topic spanning multiple games. So let's say something like I don't know like the value pack games video I did like months ago where I'm talking about the two-in-one combo packs and, and all that, you know, I'm like eh, You know something along that line of like, oh, let's talk about multiple games that encompass one topic um, or one topic that encompasses multiple games. So um, and stuff like that, you know, episodes like that, and, you know, some of the other ones that people really liked. Um, so, you know, I, I got to pick a lot of them. But I also said, like, hey, any episode works, just whatever you guys, <laughs> like, think would work best because, you know, the episode's are already done. So it's not like, it's not like, you know, I don't know, they're going to they're gonna mess around with them too much. It's just pretty much cutting them down, To working on an hour long time slot you're gonna you're
0: gonna let us know when that first episode's coming up like you can put it on twitter or something
1: probably i don't know i don't have cable so so (laughs) uh, hold on i don't even know if i'll know i don't know (laughs) if i'll know i have youtube tv that's what i have if i if i want to watch tv i have youtube tv
0: okay well hopefully it airs on my (laughs) dad
1: i keep telling my dad because my parents are such like they're, they're people that they hate cable with a passion, but they that's all they watch. Oh, uh, okay, something yeah. Where, um, they they're like my dad keeps like every year he's like, well, I'm switching over to to this new cable provider. I'm like that that must be a massive <laughs> headache. That's yeah, got to be a massive. headache. You gotta headache. send like, the box to back. You gotta
0: and sometimes you gotta drive yeah. out to the yeah. That's a whole thing. Uh, I mean, I I, mean, have, I'm I still like, have cable so. Oh, it, when yeah. it when it does air, uh, I'll I'll check it out to make sure it, it actually aired, and they didn't just say that. And they were like, Scott doesn't have cable anyway. Just tell him <laughs> it aired. It's fine. I might
1: um I might invest in a uh I might I might do like a free trial of like a, a an online TV service that, that airs the network that will be premiering mm-hmm. it. Uh, pro- probably by the time this goes up, it might be announced, but I uh, I don't know but um you know i might might invest in that just to see like it premiere and make sure they didn't screw it up but um you know i my 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 parents like invest in a new cable box like every year and i'm just like youtube tv is like 50 bucks a month you guys are paying like 150 bucks a month for this stuff yeah youtube tv's uh, gotten a lot
0: it's gotten a lot better from what i remember i remember i tried it when it first came out they only had like Fifteen channels when it first came out, or something. Uh, uh, they
1: have but pretty much everything now. It's, yeah, it does the it does the job. Have you ever Have you ever tried the application Pluto TV?
0: No, I've heard. I there's so many applications like Pluto. <laughs> there's what what are the other ones? There's um oh Crackle is one that has like extra stuff on it. But yeah. they started doing live TV and like uh, yeah. there's so much <laughs> stuff happening. I, I think Peacock's another one. I see them pop up all the time.
1: Like I I was up till seven a.m. editing a video. And then I I slept for two hours and I woke up at 9 a.m. and then I continued editing until 9 p.m. and uh, you know I was I was very delirious after that and I was just like <laughs> I just told like one of my friends like I was just like I was like why are more people talking about it Pluto TV is the greatest deal of all time because <laughs> it's free it's completely free and you get all these different channels and it's insane. How much you get because Viacom owns it so you get like you get a bunch of like Paramount and Comedy Central and Nickelodeon and old school Nickelodeon stuff you get a bunch of stuff and then and then some I'm just like this is completely free it's just a free app you don't even have to sign up for an account I'm like this is crazy <laughs> like how are they doing this just giving it away Um uh, that- yeah it's pretty insane but what did, what did you pick up at too many games I was about to what ask did, you that you, what were, what were what the too
0: many, many games pickup that, that we got here <laughs>
1: Uh, I got an Atari Jaguar. I saw you walking box. around
0: with that. I was like, this dude got a, a Jaguar in the box. And I think I know I'd the booth he got it I had to get something
1: from. cool. I had to get something cool. The Jaguar used uh, to be it used to be
0: so cheap back in the day. Because I remember them coming in on trade and we couldn't get rid of them. Now they're just like stupidly expensive.
1: Yeah. That well, was 400 bucks in the box. Which is not box, cheap. But yeah, I was also like. Uh, yeah, I, I, I had a lot of cash. I had a lot of cash. And I didn't buy anything all weekend. So I was just like. Let's do it. It's Sunday. I'll do it. Yeah, they used to be Um, like $40,
0: $50 all day for those Jaguars, just like with the controller and everything. But if you got the box with it, I I never see the box for those in person. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty good. So
1: I just thought I might as well. And I got a lot of GameCube stuff. I I, I finally have NBA Street V3. I did get some GameCube stuff too.
0: I was doing that. I was picking up. Mm. Everything there was pretty expensive, though, from what I noticed. Um, They were looking for like Mm. eBay price plus like 5%. Um, but I realized I'm like everything for GameCube is just expensive right now. So no matter what I do, yeah. you're paying either the the shipping or the tax even on top of that. Uh, because uh, in mm-hmm. in uh, in certain parts you on eBay you end up paying even more money than that. So I uh, I got Resident Evil 2 on the GameCube, which oh, was nice. pretty difficult to find in good condition. This one was like mint almost, and I got Resident Evil 3. So I think I've oh, pretty much nice, finished yeah. all the Resident Evils for the GameCube right now um i need a, I need
1: code veronica i need code veronica x that's that's the only resident evil that i don't have
0: yeah one on of them GameCube. is that that one's another really rare one i think
1: i think that might be the most expensive one yeah of the bunch i believe so, so
0: but two and three those were actually uh, those were actually really good on the gamecube also um for what i remember so i was, yeah, I was happy I think, to get them
1: i think those are the definitive versions of the classic uh the classic variants of those games yep um which speaking of which, I really hope Capcom does a classic collection of those ones. You know, just do like the original PlayStation editions of Resident Evil because, you know, oh, you have two and three on modern platforms, but they're not really two and three. They're different versions yeah. of two and three. So,
0: I got that. I gotta. I think that would be good. I did get. I got other GameCube games. I'm trying to remember which ones they were. Cause I figured while I was there, if I could find any good deals on like, not the mid tier, but like the lower tier ones, sort of. I'd pick them up, but there was one where they were doing like buy two get two free kind, of, and they weren't like the best ones. There was like one was like Mickey something, or I, I had to double check, but they're like I got the, that one too.
1: <laughs> I got the the magical mirror thing. Yeah, there, uh, some of them were cheaper it, than
0: those Resident Evil ones, obviously, but it was like
1: I I always um I always wanted that one because it was pub it was developed by Capcom and published by Nintendo, and I was just like oh, yeah, gotta get this one. Um, so I, I have that one, too. I bought that one, too. at too many games. Um, but it was 50 bucks for we, uh, four of
0: them, four decent GameCube games. I was like, that's actually about – that's pretty good. So I, I went ahead and grabbed those. And then I did get not a bad deal. an NES top loader as well. So I, hey, I secured welcome it.
1: welcome to the club. I secured it's, it. It's a good – I've always wanted to mod mine or get mine modded for uh, for AV out since it's yep. only RF. Yep. Um, but – I, we'll, I think we'll there's an, I think there's the an head.
0: HDMI mod for it as well. So
1: i Oh shoot! Yeah. yeah. I think I might I actually, try. That. Um, I need to I need to I still need to hook up all my all my consoles downstairs, and I need to figure out because um, I went on Analog's website mm. and they had the NT minis in stock, uh, uh, the NES ones. Yeah. And yep. I was like, okay, I'll get that. <laughs> I'm I'm not gonna like it because it's like five hundred dollars, yep. but I'm also like, all right, I'll get that, um, because like that w- that was like they I think they might, they might be out of stock forever now or at least like, for that's the for your very NES games. So you can
0: play your NES games through HDMI. Yeah, yeah.
1: that's the NES one. Uh, the Genesis one is pretty good because that one connects to the Sega CD, not the 32X for some reason, but um, that one's pretty good too. You might be you might be um, ba-
0: You might hmm, it might not be a bad idea, Scott, for you to get the Retro Tank the 5x oh yeah uh mostly because you can leave a bunch of stuff plugged into a fry member and it'll just pick whatever input you have plugged in but then it just kicks out an hdmi signal that is set up more or less for your larger screen uh, and it does a very good job there's a little harder to get right now uh but hmm. i bet you if you um if you because people are just contacting them now um who are who are doing this i know sean and i think mvg uh, know the person but they said that's like the best thing you can do right now especially if you have systems that are just like av or component or um rf it'll take that input it'll uh basically translate it over to hdmi and it'll give you a good picture on your larger screen
1: that's interesting yeah um you know i i uh i i have means to capture all the stuff that i have right now i i use kind of like a uh it's a Retrobit Super Retro Trio 3 HD, which does a good job. It stretches the games to widescreen, but yeah. I can always go into editing and fix that. Um, that's what I do to do Genesis, SNES, and NES. But yeah, you know, I'm uh, you know, I'm always looking to upgrade stuff. But you know, right now it's kind of like it's now or never because I want to set stuff up. Oh and yeah, then that's that's my setup for a while. Yep. Uh, so I need to I need to look into stuff like that. Um, so. You know, it's it's a giant it's a giant mess because it's all like I need to figure out uh, cord management and all that, too. Uh, It's just a huge mess. How many consoles do you have plugged in at once? A lot.
0: (laughs) What I've been trying to do, though, is plug it in. Do what I need to do and then unplug it and I have an entire shelf set up with just the consoles and the cables right behind it. I've just been trying to at least do that because at one point I had Mm -hmm. like 12 systems hooked up to one TV just all under the TV and I was like, oh, this is getting out of control. So I tried to set that up um, just so I can kind of purposely be like, all right, I got to capture this footage for something. Um, or I'm working on this one I'll I'll just I'll do all of it now Um, but then I also set it up to where in the room where I do the tech wave stuff I have a monitor off to the side and I have another camera so I have like Mm -hmm. four cameras for this one thing I'm doing but the one camera just rests now on the TV so when I do the blade system 360 that I found uh, I can actually just get switched to another angle that's just looking at the TV so I don't necessarily have to worry about just capturing the footage or if like some weird thing happens if it like resets or something while I'm going through a system update or something um so i'm gonna try doing the thing. that been, as well
1: i've been doing more multiple camera shots just because it makes it so much easier in editing because like you know you set up two cameras and you record the same thing but then it's just like in editing you can shoot pick and choose what you want to you know mm-hmm. what you want to use and if, if one camera messes up and one camera doesn't get a good image then it's just like well i have a backup and it's also like and it also helps because then i get multiple different angles and it makes for a more interesting video um i uh you have the G- gh5 right for your camera
0: i have a. what do i have i have a gh5 i have a g8 5x i have a g7 and then i have a g8 and then this is a g7 yeah
1: nice I those yeah, are I, uh them.
0: oh and then i have a sony I, I, like an older sony camera for like the webcam at home <laughs>
1: mm-hmm I have a couple of GH5s that I use, and uh, I did invest in a giant tripod for an iPad, <laughs> which I use for uh, for the app that you uh, that you hook up to it. Oh, where you, you can uh, that- you can do but- the uh, remote shooting from it. Yep, I so didn't know that. Yeah, that should be that should be a fun time. Interesting, because every time I have to hook it up to my phone, and I'm just like, well, that's kind of that's kind of a mess. So you know, it's just like just have something right next to uh, when I'm filming all the time. It should be interesting. A, should be very convenient. Okay. Uh but. I'm trying just to get back on topic. I'm trying to think of uh, what else I got at uh, too many games. I think I got Mega Man ZX. I think I got that on oh, no. the DS.
0: DS. Yep, on the DS. Yeah,
1: yeah, the DS one. Um, and uh, then I I I also got uh, X Four for the PlayStation. Ah, you can't go wrong uh, with that.
0: That's a good one. Yeah, uh,
1: Final Fantasy VIII on the PlayStation, and um, that black black label. Trying one? to think. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's I'm cool. not. I'm not doing the green greatest. That's that's disgusting. <laughs> that's disgusting. That's that's. It's just. It's always the worst color. They always pick the worst. Yeah, color. Yeah. The green yeah. one is
0: really annoying. I mean, I know the player's choice for the GameCube is annoying, but that green was really annoying. Pretty bad. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> I do not like the PlayStation 2 burgundy one. I'm just, ugh, like, that's bad. At least, like, the PlayStation 3, like, if you're going to go all out, go out, like, how Nintendo did with GameCube, where it's just, like, just bright yellow. It still looks bad, but it's also, like, eh, you know? (laughs) Like, it's at least interesting. Uh, And, like, the red PS3. Um, I hate the Platinum Hits on Xbox 360. The original Xbox, eh, it's okay. Like, it's just, it's so different that it's, like, okay, it's whatever. But... Yeah, like I I I try. The only one I'm okay with is like the Nintendo selects on Wii, Wii U, and 3DS. Mm, Yep, I know
0: you're talking about.
1: Those are okay because the spine just has a little medallion on the bottom. I'm like, all right, that's that's fine. But most of those, I'm like, you know, some I hate this.
0: Someone did have Cubivore there at the at
1: the show. Ooh, how much? How much? I think they Is wanted, that going for about a grand now. I
0: think they wanted eight hundred for it, and it was like in the hard plastic shell, Close and like it enough. was it was, yeah. uh, it was protected pretty well. Like it wasn't like a junk um, looking copy or anything. So I, I saw mm. it. And I was like, ah, that's a that's a lot for a GameCube. You you think about it, you're mm. like, eventually I'll have to get that big game for the Cube. You know, it'll happen someday. You know, that Pokemon mm. box. I think there's like one or two other ones. There's that weird basketball game. That they only made like so many copies of and then discontinued it. Uh, I think it's like yeah, college NCAA. hoops, something, yeah. And it's I'm like, an oh. it's
1: an NCAA game. That's the one that's going to um,
0: hurt the most because at least with Cube I'm like, it's Atlas on a on the GameCube. It's interesting. It's different. But like college hoops, so it's like great. Was,
1: yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Cube War was done by Intelligent Systems. I think it might actually be a Nintendo IP because trophies from it appeared in Smash Brothers Melee because Nintendo published it in Japan. Uh, There's an interesting it's an interesting game. Definitely Um, That that's one like okay Pokemon box has got to hurt more though because that's not even a game You're not even gonna use it. You can be like this is yeah This is a game Pokemon box is an application for a game that that's like, you know, it's 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 ruby and sapphire Like it's 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 old, you know, and it's just like you didn't even need it. It's like a completely superfluous application Um, college hoops, I think has a little more value than Pokemon box at yeah. the very least but i think pokemon box is probably the cooler collectible out of all of them because it was only at like the pokemon center um you know in new york which was later the nintendo nintendo world store which i i want to i want to go meet uh, go there sometime i've never gone there
0: i've never gone there either um, which is funny because i'm technically like three or four hours depending on how new york traffic is at the time from there so yeah. like i could realistically go there at some point without too much like i'm not flying there or anything um but i just i just never have gone there for whatever reason i mean i know for a while they shut the store down because of everything that was going on with COVID. and all that there's a lot of stuff happening there but even before that we had we had driven past new york technically at the long island retro and it didn't occur to me to stop at the nintendo store on the way home or anything i it just never like popped up in my mind um but
1: Uh, i don't know i don't know how much there is there that i'd actively want to buy you know like i kind of like you know the stuff you know, more like the old, old stuff, because like all the new stuff, you know, I can get at Best Buy right across yeah. the street, you know, you want something that, you like want that
0: exclusive thing for an Ninten- the Nintendo shop, you know, you want to go there and buy something you yeah. can't get anywhere else. So I, I get that.
1: Yeah. I'm just not a huge like merch guy in terms of like, I, I don't, I don't buy a lot of, I don't buy like figures or plushes or, or t-shirts or, or much, much of that stuff. So it, it's never, you know, like, I, I'm not sure how much there I would actively get. Um, but, you know, like, I still think it'd be really cool. They have, like, the blown-up Game Boy there. They have a cool museum setup, I think, like, in terms of just, like, all the, all the old stuff, um, just in, like, a glass case, which I think would be really neat to, neat to see. But, you know, it's something where I've never been to New York. I think New York would be really cool to just check out. Uh, like as a vacation spot, I think. um So eventually, eventually, ask, I to go Ask Bob
0: there. see if see how it is. <laughs> yeah,
1: he'll tell. I you. would never want to live there. I would never want to live there. And I don't want to. I I might fly there just so that I don't have to park my car anywhere there. Yeah, that's... I do not want to drive there. Yeah, my God. Bob will let um, you know all about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, any other, any other major pickups? Dude, somebody, that the, uh, somebody that bought,
0: somebody bought Cubivore even. I just realized that when it, cause I came back around and someone had bought it and I, I, I know that heritage auction was looking at me funny too. So maybe they took, maybe yeah. they sniped that, uh, that Cubivore when I was wrapping yeah. back around looking at it. Uh, cause I just, I, 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 the only ones I ever see on are on eBay and it's like, spending a lot of money that like that kind of money on ebay when you can't look at the item physically it's like uh yeah. i don't know it's a bit so. it's a
1: bit tricky i i i did that with skies of arcadia legends on gamecube that's a pricey game uh and next also with uh fire emblem yep and uh chibi robo oh, chibi
0: robo uh, dude i looked at chibi robo when you were talking about at one point and it was like 50 bucks and now i, I yeah. i'm sure it's way more than that <laughs> I don't even want to look.
1: It's it's a pricey one. It's something... Well, I mean, like, you can't play it anywhere else. So it's just, yeah. like... It's kind of like a... Uh, I don't know. At least with, like, N64 games... Like, oh, was it's just like 200 some to my dollars. Just, like,
0: oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, at least with N64, like, there are multiple ways that Nintendo has re-released those games. Like, the only GameCube game Nintendo has re-released in recent memory is Mario Sunshine. Uh, like, and technically, Twilight Princess... But that was, like, even then, at this point, that's five years ago. So, it's just, like, you know, like, there's no way to play these games. So, it's just, like, you can't really, you know, it's, it's understandable why they're so expensive. But it's still, like, jeez. Oh, my God.
0: I should have. Yeah, I should have grabbed Chibi-Robo and it's cheaper. I did, I did manage to get something like Pokemon. Like, some of these games that I bought a while ago on the GameCube have just gone up in price so much. Like, I got Pokemon XD, like, mint. When it was like 60 bucks a year and a half or two years ago. And now it's like through the roof as well. Probably because of Pokemon. But like just the case in the game without a manual is like 150 bucks. Not even complete. Um, Fire Emblem's it's, another one that's crazy uh, too.
1: Isn't it weird how it's just like, I know those aren't traditional Pokemon games, but I mean, it just shows me how much Nintendo was trying with the GameCube. The fact that they got like at least a role playing Pokemon game yeah. on a home console. Because they refused to do that for forever. Yep. They, they did were some, like, we're never doing that. They did
0: some weird stuff on the GameCube, and it's kind of a shame it didn't work out better for them because I, I do feel like that made them completely shift their mentality in gaming was because the GameCube did so poorly at the time.
1: And oh, they, they really tried. They really tried with the GameCube. But it's also like they tried after they already messed up with like the, the system's yeah. like whole aesthetic and, and like just – hardware where it's literally like you know grand theft auto 3 wasn't gonna run on that thing and not not that it couldn't like you know technically but you know it would have required like a billion discs yeah the like, mini dvd was not doing the my favors and, yeah and, and just like the whole thing was just so it, it just felt a little too kiddy um and i, I think it i i think the game shows that like nintendo just is like we can't not have a gimmick because that was like one of the main times that they didn't have a gimmick and yeah. uh i i think i think the games just weren't like they i love the gamecube's library but there wasn't like that like wow like this is a revolution for gaming and even when they're when they did have that like it was too late where you had resident evil 4 but that was like a year before the Wii came out and it was also like a couple months before the ps2 version was going to come out um where it's like the main mario game for the platform was kind of a weird it was sunshine and i i love <laughs> sunshine but it's just kind of like you know, it's that, it's not as much of a system seller as, like, Mario 64 I must, was.
0: I almost wonder what it would have been like if that, like, the Panasonic Q, how that was set up, where you press a button and the disk drive kicks out and it's a full size disk. I almost wonder if that was the overall design originally for the GameCube, if things would have been, like, way different for Nintendo that generation, where they didn't have the size limitations of the mini-DVD or any of that.
1: Well, do you think if, like, yeah, do you think if the Panasonic Q was the actual, like, Initial design of the GameCube, do you think it would have done better uh, just having a DVD player in it, there? It probably but it would have been more expensive. It yeah. would have it would probably been more expensive oh, because you have two disc drives in there. They, or, wait, no, they well you they don't, you only have one disc drive, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, just one. But they launched it yeah. like the GameCube was pretty cheap. I remember when it launched, and then even from there, the price would go down. Like they cut the price down to hundred bucks at one point during the generation. Yeah, just trying to sell them. But I feel like they could have done a GameCube full disc drive and everything, and probably still had the same price as like the ps2 which was i think 300 at the time and i feel like it would have been fine uh, because they had the games yeah. and they would have gotten more of the third-party support like probably a grand theft auto um put on there mm. and i i think Man, the game would have been much better off
1: i was so upset at how uh grand theft auto is getting done dirty with the switch oh. which is like the uh with the <laughs> download required i would have been like dude i would have i would double dipped I would have been like, I need to buy this on a card, and I'm like,
0: yeah, that's a real like, shame, isn't it? I think everyone was I'm looking just, at that. I'm
1: just downloading it. Yeah, I'm just downloading it, and that's what they want me to do. But I'm like,
0: I feel like that physical like, copy, though. A lot of people looked at it and they said, "Wow, it's really going to be on a Nintendo." That's like historic form, you know? It's a big deal. And then mm. they're like, "Download required," and it's like, "Well, all right, I guess I'm just going to go it ahead and download it." It just feels like
1: it. It just completely just takes like that big milestone and just throws it out the window. Cause it's like that feeling of like, well, in 20 years, you know, you're not going to be able to understand how big of a deal that was because, you know, well, to be fair, probably one of the games is going to be on the card. Yeah. But still like, it's, it's which one still, would you put like, on the card feeling. Which
0: one would you put on personally you to pick one? Like which one would you rather have on the cartridge?
1: I, I would pick, um, well, I've, I've heard, I've heard of the theory of just the fact that Sony got three, Yep. Uh, Microsoft got San Andreas, and then you know they'd be like, "Oh, Nintendo gets Vice City." I can't believe I they didn't go for it. I think obviously it's going to be, I think obviously three is going to be on the card because yeah. it's just going to be like it's oh, you probably
0: the, the smallest one. one anyway. And they're like, "Here's this, it's this, the here smallest
1: they can get, the smallest card," because they're not looking to give you, they're not looking to do the right thing here. Because if they were looking to do the right thing, they would have put it all on a card because they could, it would have fit on a 32 gig, yeah. One, and I'm sure Nintendo would have given them a deal with that because you know it's like it's a Grand Theft Auto game like they're if they if they let if they gave the Witcher 3 a special treatment they would more than willing be more than willing to give Grand Theft Auto trilogy a uh, special treatment but i would want San Andreas cuz San Andreas is my favorite one that's my favorite Grand Theft Auto of all time i love that game and it would just be exciting to play that portably without you know mobile controls uh, and I know you could have done that with the phone. You could hook up a uh, controller, but that's uh. like that's that's no way to live. Nah. That's yeah. no way to live. I I don't wanna do that. Like I want to play that in bed on the switch just whenever I want and I don't wanna have to delete stuff from my phone to uh, you know, store a game that big on it. You know, I just just wanna have it on the switch and just be able to play it. Especially like they say like they're they're updating like the control schemes to mm-hmm. have more modern GTA style 5 gaming style, and like, it looks it should be it should be really cool Control and that's only really like that's G- in a week yeah that's next week right yep yeah, oh yep my
0: so I, I think uh, a lot of people are gonna start preloading it here so i feel like some people were like trying to have this toss-up of like how am i gonna do this how am i gonna am i gonna double dip my plan originally was i'll buy it on like the playstation 5 digitally and then i'll wait for the switch version to come out and i'll get it physically there mm-hmm. but now i'm just thinking well there's no point i'll just I do, it on i the do switch. the opposite i do oh the opposite yeah personally. okay
1: yeah I'd get I'd, I'd get it digitally on Switch and then get like a PS5 version, um, physically. Okay. Because uh, I don't know. I think I think that works. Well, that I might works. do that
0: now. That might be my strategy now. To be honest, is just get it digitally on yeah. the Switch and then get it physically on the PlayStation when it drops there. Although they're gonna drop San Andreas into uh, Xbox Game Pass day one. So.
1: Yeah. It, at least um, at least that might be replacing the uh, the horrible 360 port of that game. Um, that's just, oof. that's, that's bad. I mean, like, I don't like that it's full out. They, they, they removed the trilogy from PlayStation 4, yes, right? Yes,
0: they, t- they pulled them down, yeah.
1: And did they remove San Andreas from the Xbox?
0: Ooh, that's a good question. I feel like they did because they're putting San Andreas now on Game Pass, which I, th- yeah. I feel like San Andreas was there for a time backwards compatible. So maybe, I think they're just I looking guess, to replace yeah. it completely
1: is what their plan was. Well, it was... It was backwards compatible and it was weird um, Because the 360 version was backwards compatible, which I thought was strange in of itself that in like 2015 Rockstar put out Grand Theft Auto San Andreas on on 360 and it was the mobile phone version But just like put on a 360 disc Um, But then that version got made backwards compatible on Xbox one But if you put the original Xbox disc in you get the 360 version so um I, I, I want to look it up. Hmm. I want to look it up. Xbox, San Andreas. Just see if... Um, just see if uh, it's still It's still on there. I think it is. Yeah, I, th- I think it is. Um, I think that would be really weird if they would take off... Have they ever taken off a backwards compatible game off the store? Like, they delist. Have they ever delisted an Xbox 360 game that's backwards compatible on the Xbox One store? I, I think they've... D-
0: i'm trying to think if there was a racing racing games tend to get delisted pretty frequently like they're even pulling down the the most recent forza game um because of car licenses so that's the only thing i could think of is they would do that but otherwise i don't believe so
1: they might they might delist it but i hope at the very least if you put the disc in you get you get that you know you you can still download it um but yeah either way like i think um uh, you know, I I I'm, I'm excited for the trilogy. Um, it's cool to see Rockstar do something. I know, right? If it's something that, that was we my body, thought. Yeah. <laughs> They're doing yeah, something. Like, I don't know. Even if they just remastered stuff, I'm just like, I would like that. How do we get, get Bully? Be cool to have like. How do we get yeah, Bully a remastered? A remaster Bully. Yeah, a remaster a Bully. Even like Max Payne three, or Max Payne collection. Oh, Rockstar Table yeah.
0: that was actually fun back in the day uh, on the 360. I do remember that. But like. Yeah, they need to do a Max Payne Midnight collection. Too. Yeah. Oh, they forgot about Midnight Club. Although, LA recently went backwards compatible. Again, it showed back up on the store. So maybe they re upped some oh, licenses yeah. or something. I've actually played that pretty recently, too. It's still awesome. Hmm. It's still a great game. But yeah. I think you're on something with a Max Payne collection. One, two, and three would be phenomenal to drop on there. Similar yeah. with doing with um, this Grand Theft Auto stuff. I think it'd be great.
1: Yeah, I think. Uh, I mean, like, I think Red Dead Redemption One would be a mm. big deal. Even Red Dead Revolver would be really cool because barely anybody knows about Red Dead Revolver. Yeah, I know, right? They think Red Dead. They think Red Dead just started with Red Dead Redemption. But I think. I mean, Revolvers on the PS4 via like yeah. the PS2 games, but nobody ever. Nobody ever thinks of the PS2 games on PS4. It's something where they're like oh, man, you know, remastering the Grand Theft Auto trilogy. It's just like, well, technically that trilogy is already on PS4. There's a, there's so a couple PS2
0: like... games on the PS4. PS Now has a couple of them even. Um, I think Rogue yeah. Galaxy's on Why there.
1: Why isn't isn't it weird that they never even put ps1 games on ps now yeah i've I've used ps now a little bit and they don't even have ps1 games on i feel like and it's just like how simple would that be sony just needs to look at
0: their playstation now service as a spot to put their legacy titles and just let you download them like that like that if they're not gonna do the new stuff just go back in time start getting ps1 and ps2 games on there and make that a big thing Uh, it seems obvious but who knows?
1: Instead, they want to, whatever, remake The Last of Us. And out, of, out of all <laughs> things to remake, it's just like, come on, man. It, it, it's, uh, I don't know. It's, it's really strange. But, uh, yeah, I, it, it's cool to see Rockstar do stuff again um you know it should be it should be a fun time to actually mm-hmm. play that on the switch i'm 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 excited for that uh but i hope i hope uh i've been hearing like i, I mean, i've been seeing stuff that you know potentially they're gonna gear up for more backwards compatible stuff on xbox too yep. they have their 20th
0: um, anniversary coming up last thing though we'll talk about is the 20th yeah. anniversary for the xbox it's been yeah 20 years came out in 2001 november so we're coming up on the That's 20th anniversary thing. for halo and xbox
1: same thing for GameCube. Yep. Even though we've already we've already gotten to the uh, the Japanese uh, 20th anniversary of the GameCube, but uh, GameCube was right around November, mm-hmm. I was next to Xbox 2001. Like, I mean, I I'm not gonna act like I was really like playing like following games back then because I was four. But um, I was following I, games. Uh, I was all over it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I started following stuff around 2006 um but looking back at that year that was an insane year for games nintendo was pretty quiet until the end of that year because that was the end of the n64 and they just stopped they just stopped with they were just like we're done they were done with it in like may of 2001 with like mario party 3 and then they just nothing until uh until that fall and it was still like like you look at that launch and the launch lineup for gamecube was still like a little like all right you got luigi's mansion and wave race whatever but then like two weeks later you got smash brothers melee you got pikmin it's just like that was an insane year but xbox that was i'd say that was one of the best like modern i mean obviously it's like it was the last major like new player in in the field of but that was still like they they came out they did a really good job with their first console even though like they never really made a profit on it i think the only time xbox ever made a profit was halo 2 halo 2 was a big deal when that came
0: out that was yeah. that was one of the biggest launches next to halo halo 3 is big but that was on 360 but like on the original mm-hmm. xbox and halo 2 came out that had like mainstream news coverage it was crazy uh and i remember going hey, to the that, uh, midnight launch it,
1: it would be cool it would be cool to get that with infinite too <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh i, I remember doing the. That big again well
0: i think it was a big deal because so many people were lining up so like i went to the midnight release mm-hmm. for halo 2 with some friends and in the mall near me and it was massive like they had a line out the door for the mall and gamestop was like mm-hmm. in the middle of the mall or eb games can't remember what they were exactly at the time but it was it took like an hour just to get the game so I ended up being getting mm-hmm. home at like 1 30 in the morning and we just played all night we went through the campaign i remember the first thing we did was we looked down and we were like you can see your legs. This is next yeah. gen stuff. <laughs> it's yeah. it crazy. So
1: no, it's, it's insane. There's, there's a lot of stuff on Xbox. It's just like, I, I, I prefer the original Xbox to or the PS2. Um, just because like, I don't know, playing the PS2 now, like I feel like it, it's way more of a hassle for me to play the PS2 now compared mm-hmm. to the Xbox. I feel like the PS2 like video quality isn't as good. It's just like, you know, it doesn't age as well. Uh, even though like they're very similar, but you know it's just like I just feel like Xbox cleans up much better, and you get the best versions on Xbox in terms of the multiplats. True, you get the uh, the best the best games. Um, but I really hope that uh, we get just like a sizable, because it's very strange that they they have not done a major update to the backwards compatibility program for like probably since twenty nineteen. Been a while, yeah. Maybe? 2018 yep. apparently they um, the entire and, team
0: was working on the series uh, platform this whole time just trying to make sure yeah. all the all those games they made work for the Xbox one worked yeah. for the series uh, but that's been a little while yeah. so maybe they've been yeah prepping it's,
1: it's been a while and I hope it's you know I, I really you know I, I when that when they uh, when they uh, you know and now it's like hey we're done with the backwards compatibility program we're moving on to series X and you know I hope that they weren't just stopping with just like hey you know we're gonna make sure backwards compatibility works for for series x and then then we're done um because they obviously don't make a ton of money off of the backwards compatibility program but that was their main selling point with the series x when that launched because they did not have halo and they had nothing else they had nothing else they had yakuza like a dragon but you know pretty much all their games were also available on xbox one so it was kind of like this feeling of like and like i just recently tried out the xbox series x and it's much better than the did one, you, but it's also... Did you it's, get one? It's the same as the one. You found one? Yes, oh, it's you found in. one. Yeah, it's plugged in. I played Psychonauts 2 on it, and uh, I want to play more of that game. It's a game. very it's good really game.
0: Good. I really like that. It might be very, on some people's good. list for Game of the Year, even, uh, for what I'm seeing. Yeah, so. I want to
1: play more of that, and I, I'm downloading... Oh, I, hopefully, it's, it's on by now, but uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator. I yep. really want to try that out, because... <laughs> As a kid, I would dick around with a Google Earth all the oh, time, yeah. just being like, "I wanna, I wanna see where this thing is, and I wanna, I wanna see how it looks from an aerial perspective." So I'm interested to see, uh, see how that works. But um, you know, that that was their whole selling point with Xbox Series X, how you can play all four generations of Xbox. And I'm like, yeah, but you know, there's yeah. only like 20 or some 20, 40 original Xbox games on that list. And half of the original Xbox games available are Star Wars or Tom Clancy games. Yeah. There are so many more games. I'm hoping they just
0: get crazy with it. They just start dropping, like they just do like 20 or 30 new Xbox original games that are backwards compatible. And then they drop some 360 games. And then they have some for the original Xbox where they have enhancements. Maybe they get crazy and do like even ray tracing on it or something there. So that's, (laughs) that's what I'm hoping they have to talk about during that anniversary stream is just all backwards compatibility stuff.
1: Yeah, I downloaded, uh, I downloaded Morrowind on the uh, Game Pass oh, backwards compatibility list. I really want to see just how the SSD messes that game up yeah. <laughs> in terms of just loading times. Because I saw a clip of it where it's just like, it is insane just how fast things are now. Yep. Um, it just it, it should be just so much better because that PS4 and Xbox One were just so They were slow. slow. Yep. And it just made me not want to play them because when the Switch launched, it's just this feeling of like that OS is so quick. It's so quick to just get in and out of the Switch in terms of just, you know, putting it to sleep, taking it back on. But, you know, even loading times like loading up Animal Crossing takes forever on the Switch. And, you know, you still get a lot of other loading times with other things, especially with Sonic Colors. Oh, yeah. Uh, You know, that that is inexcusable. Now on the Xbox on the Xbox
0: series, the load time on Sonic Colors is uh, pretty small.
1: Yeah, so. <laughs> it's it's something where uh, you know, I'm I'm excited to dive into it. Um, it's unfortunate that I didn't have an I I, I haven't had enough time. It's taken me a month to get to Metroid mainly because Metroid is also uh, you know, it came out at the first day of too many games, so yeah. I get a chance. I will tell you Metroid's but, you Metroid
0: know. people are, have conflicting uh reports on how long it is. It took me just over 7 hours to beat it my first time. So it's not like no, the longest take me 15 thing. hours.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it was zero mission took me about nine hours okay. overall, and I know that's a short game, but that was my first time through. I'm thinking it's gonna be around so...
0: that for you. Then if if that's, I think it's about a zero mission kind of playthrough, or fusion kind of playthrough. I get,
1: I play get stuck randomly. I even got stuck during like the first section of like the tutorial. Just you shoot know, stuff. Like, your first Emmy encounter. Shoot stuff. Your first <laughs> Emmy encounter. I'm just like, yeah. I'm just like, okay. Uh oh, I have to go through here. Okay um you know it not nothing like a metro game to make you feel like an idiot <laughs> where you're just like ah, oh, come on but no i loved zero mission i played zero mission for the first time this year and i beat it and i, I adore that game so i'm I really excited like to uh
0: I yeah i'm like excited
1: it. to dive into it i i, I also want to do uh samus returns and uh you know i i need to get through more super metroid i've played a good chunk of that but i need to get through more of that um i know fusion is very similar to zero mission in terms of just like Easy to get through, just pretty quick, but it's still good. a good game. It's very good. Yep. Um, but yeah, dread something I want to get to. Uh, you know, I want to play Mario Party with uh, with the guys. That'll be mm-hmm. fun because um, I hear the online in that game is fantastic. Yep. Um, too. So that should you know maybe sometime you know I can I can find find a, a group to play that with online. But um, then there's uh I want to play more Monkey Ball and uh you know all the other stuff coming out. You know it's a it's a it's a it's yep. gonna be We've a busy Forza busy ca- rest of the Forza year. Forza
0: coming up got the, that's the fun one horizon five got pokemon try, coming up i'll
1: try halo i'll try halo oh you're gonna try we'll halo see. okay it's on game pass hey i i have a series x so i have no excuse come on, on you, 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 could, you to can you can jump yakuza. on our yakuza yakuza like a dragon oh like a dragon's uh, really I, good i've never yeah i haven't good. played that yet and that's on game pass so oh that's wait easy. that's kind
0: of an rpg dude
1: uh, you know what? Fine. I'll do Yakuza <laughs> Kiwami or Yakuza Zero. No, 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 first. I think you would but like but Like a
0: Dragon like makes fun of the RPG genre the entire time. Yeah. It doesn't take itself seriously. So you I think you would like that because it has opposed. that opposed. It has that sarcastic I'm, tone to it the entire way through. <laughs> I'm
1: not I'm not opposed to RPGs a lot of the time. They're just not my it's like I like like I'm, I'm I like Mexican food. It's just not my favorite. You know, like I'll, I'll have it every now and then. You know what? But you know, like it's it's kind of like RPGs are kind of like my Mexican food. I where th- I'm just <laughs> like, all right, I'll try it every now and then. And some sometimes I'm like, all right. It, it is that is
0: that the new quote? Scott says uh, RPGs are like the me- RPGs Mexican are food? like Mexican food. I went to a
1: Mexican food restaurant recently. And I was like, it was pretty good, but it's never like something that I'm actively like. I need to have this all the time i've never been like a taco bell guy even though that's barely mexican food <laughs> that's that that doesn't count but still yeah you do but, uh, uh yeah
0: you do halo and fit you jump in you jump in with us we'll we'll, we'll take care
1: mm-hmm. of you i'm i'm down for it we'll but, do some yeah, big I team mean, battle like, I, I tried, ridiculousness eight on yeah. eight <laughs> yeah but i try i tried persona 4 gold and i liked i like that so you know it's kind of it's it's a case-by-case basis so i'll try yakuza okay i uh, like a dragon and i'll definitely try halo um i was gonna try Advance wars but i guess oh, yeah. on that day i'll just play big brain academy then <laughs> uh so uh there's there's a lot of stuff happening uh it should be it should be an it should be a fun rest of the year
0: mm-hmm. i think so are you gonna try out the new the the new pokemon game coming out with oh, diamond and pearl i don't know if you played those back on the ds
1: i'll, I'll ch- i i've i've never <laughs> been that into the pokemon series um i downloaded pikmin bloom which is you know i played Pokemon Go. played so I'll try Pikmin Bloom a little bit, but uh, uh I don't know. Uh, the the Diamond and Pearl, Pearl remakes don't look Go and say it Scott. Say exciting say it. Say it. <laughs> they, don't, they don't look exciting. I think they need I mean like Pokemon game the Pokemon games on Switch have never yeah. had like a an extraordinary amount of polish graphically. Mm-hmm. Um like they look fine. But uh, you know, I think I, I feel like I feel like Grezzo shouldn't have made a Miitopia poor a remaster they should have done these remakes because sure. i feel like they would have done a phenomenal job because just looking at Link's awakening like gorgeous absolutely mm-hmm. fantastic and a brilliant diamond diamond and shining pearl are very indicative of that of kind of that cutesy top-down perspective but they don't have as much going on in terms of just good shading and just really good like just lighting effects mm-hmm. and just really you know just like I don't know i just feel like i, I feel like they would have done a, a better job not saying that i think it's ilka is uh the developer of yes. these remakes not saying that they aren't like talented developers i think like for first time like on a pokemon game like or i, I they might have done like something else with them before but uh you know like they pretty good you know i think i think they're probably under a strict deadline and, and all that but uh you know i feel like grezzo would have done a little bit better but um, you know, I'm I'm more interested in Legends Arceus. Uh, but uh, you know, it, I'm still like not like, oh wow, this is gonna be my favorite game of all time. <laughs> I'll, I'll give that one a try. I'll give that one a try. I think, I think it's cool to see them trying new things with it. It's still obviously a first time for Game Freak to do something like that. But uh, you know. I think it's it's exciting to see what they're gonna do for it. Other than that, is there anything dated for February or March? Yeah, there's a lot of stuff.
0: <laughs> oh, for Nintendo, I was gonna say. I, I know for the other companies, there's no February a lot of stuff is big. No February is yeah. big. You got right.
1: Horizon, and uh, is Dying Light two coming that, out? That's then? the beginning of February.
0: So it's Dying Light two okay. is the beginning of February. Then you have Horizon, Saints Row, Sifu... And there was something else in there that's escaping me. But basically, there's going to be like a week where like four or five games are just coming out and just dropping all over the place. So it's going to be yeah. <laughs> uh, it's going to be an interesting uh, time then. But
1: maybe Breath of the Wild 2 will come out in March and we'll have a <laughs> remake of uh, 2017. Next year is going to be ridiculous.
0: Um, 2022 looks like it's shaping up to be a massive month or year in general for games. Seems like a lot of stuff. It's packed exciting. In
1: there, so. 2017 was awesome. I mean like every year like it's something where like every year that goes by I'm thinking during it. I'm like man This year has been kind of kind of gross for games just (laughs) nothing much happening And then like when that year passes and I look back at the previous year I'm like man, I missed that year. That was kind of (laughs) fun or just like 2020 I'm just like man this year was just garbage for games Then I look back and I'm just like oh, yeah final fantasy 7 remake and last of Us part 2 and then even though like I didn't I didn't beat those games, but those are still pretty massive games. And then you know you have it just like I liked Hyrule Warriors, and I liked mm. Animal Crossing, and I liked this game and that game and this game and that game. And now in twenty twenty one, I'm like, eh. <laughs> I don't know. There hasn't been a ton this year. There's not been a ton this year. I don't, I don't know if you agree. If uh, you think uh, twenty twenty was still a little better.
0: I think but, uh, uh, the problem with twenty twenty one. I don't think there's a massive standout game for people. Uh, like, Dread, obviously, that was a big deal. I, I did like Deathloop. I think I like Deathloop more than a lot of people, although it was kind of uh, the ending wasn't great. I wasn't a big fan of that. And I just beat Far Cry 6 yesterday, and Far Cry 6 was, eh, the ending to that wasn't great either. So I...
1: I don't... Uh, Far Cry is just like... I mean, I've been rewatching Breaking Bad, and I went through the entirety of Better Call Saul... So uh, I'm I'm pretty you know I'm I'm pretty jazzed about uh, Giancarlo mm-hmm. uh, Esposito is that is that his yep. full name He was he was fine um, in the game It's yeah.
0: just the ending wasn't great I don't know It was building up to something yeah. and it was just super anticlimactic I, It's very weird Far Cry Six is yeah. kind of that game You can just turn on and there's like oh there's two checkpoints near me I just gotta go wipe out guards and I get them and then I get rewarded So it's like that You turn yeah. it on for some quick fun and then you're out
1: Yeah it's uh, I mean like I just was never interested in um in far cry six like i've been interested in at least like every other um every other like uh far cry game but i never really played i only played four Mm. but um you know i was interested in five but far cry has just been milked to death it has i think that series needs to go away for a couple years and then come back with a full reboot yeah yeah because like they just they I mean three was was a big deal mm-hmm. and then you know that had you know you had blood dragon with that and everybody was like far cry is awesome and then you know you have four and then primal and then five and then new dawn and then have six and it just it feels like this never-ending thing where every single like other year there's a far cry game and it's just like you know i just i just want to see ubisoft do something other than assassin's creed and far cry and watchdogs because that's and Tom Clancy games that aren't like Splinter Cell because it's just all the same thing over and over like every <laughs> single E3 it's the same thing every E3 for them I'm just sick and tired of it um, you know so Far Cry 6 I'm like whatever but Loop, that's a game of the year contender right there uh, just and I haven't played it yet I just know for a fact that's like the major 10 out of 10 game of the year you it's can look like, at the top right, rated Deathloop. games
0: and kind of go down them and I think I've I feel like I've let me see. I think I've played through and beaten most of them uh, this year for Metacritic. I think Metacritic. Deathloop and Returnal. I think Returnal those, is going to yeah.
1: be kind of like... I think Returnal is going to be the control of this year where people are like, eh, you know, I like that game, but is it really a game of the year kind of thing? And I think I think that's going make to the, the make the nominee list. New
0: games this year, I guess the best rated ones, not counting House in Morgana or something. That's like eight reviews and it's like super high up for some reason. Uh, Psychonauts 2... <laughs> That's a 91. I think that might
1: that might make it. I don't I'm not sure though. I think that might make like best family game or best action game, you know. It, uh, it takes two. At least for the game awards.
0: It takes two is an 89. Let's see. It's another big sure one. I'm sure Dread will probably Dread, make Dread's it. Dread's an 88. That'll be that'll that should make it. I
1: I feel like I feel like in a in a year like like if it was 2019 or 2020, I'm not sure if Dread would have made it. It's a game of the year, but I feel like this year it would have, not saying it's a bad game, but it's also like, you know, a 2D Metroid and like, it's, it's really quality, but it's, it's still kind of more like, you know, it's still like a a little lower budget than, you know, a lot of other games out there. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I, I feel like it, it wouldn't have made it during most years. Uh, just just saying like how I think a lot of the Game of the Year like discussion goes in terms of the big outlets and all so, that. Um, then we have Metroid you know, Dread, Deathloop,
0: and Ratchet and & Clank. Those are all 88s. So you're probably right about those making their way in. Monster Rise is an 88 too, also, though. I think that oh, one... I think
1: Monster Hunter Rise. I of think that it. one might get left World out. Got yeah. well, World got nominated. Yeah. got nominated, so I true. feel like Rise has a chance. That's true. Um, you know what I'm a good game is? A else? good
0: game that you should check out, Scott, see what you think, because it is coming to playstation and switch also next month is death's door this month death's door
1: oh i heard you talk about i that really
0: like that game uh, it was very good
1: yeah it's it's kind of like an isometric yeah. top-down
0: zelda style game but it has it's a little more difficult people say it of course has like souls elements to it technically it does but yeah i thought it was very good
1: yeah and that game came out this year mm mm-hmm. yep. i feel like i feel like that that's gonna be your your uh, contender for game of the year but it's a smaller... I feel like that might make like Best Best an indie, indie title. Yeah. Game or something. Yeah. Sometimes they throw Honestly, an indie game in
0: there just, just to throw it in there and be like, eh, look, there's a game of the year. It's an indie game. You know, like we had Hades, yeah. we had Celeste. Those have been in there. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe they just throw it in there. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I feel like Cyberpunk will get nominated for I, Game of the Year. I,
0: I've been joking about that. I would like to see it just because it that would be, if, if they want conversation around the Game Awards just for the sake of having it, you just put Cyberpunk in there. It's not going to win, but just it being there is going to be enough to have people have 80 million podcasts about it being there.
1: I think I think it'll be there. I think Deathloop will win. I think Interesting. Deathloop is... Okay. Okay. I think Deathloop will win. I haven't played it. You see, I was the defender of that game because everybody was like, I'm so sick of seeing that game. And I'm just <laughs> like, I think it looks cool. Like I was just like, I think this looks like a cool game. I think, I think I love, I love the aesthetic. I love, I-, I thought all the trailers were well done. And uh, I'm still the only one not to play it yet. But, <laughs> I say, you should, uh, you should I, try. I was the one defender of that game. And then when it came at you, you know, it's people like you were just like, I'm sick of seeing this game. And I've when seen it, it a out, lot. You're like, I liked it. I liked it. It was good. Yeah.
0: No, Not as many people talk. I talked to like on different podcasts and stuff liked it as much as I did. I thought it was good, though. The entire playthrough and stuff was fun. Just the ending was just it wasn't as good as the rest of it. Um, but oh, it, I, it
1: got it got some ten out of tens. I think it's yeah. obviously going to be the big mm, the big thing. I think it will. And yeah, I think I think like a game like Ratchet might get nominated, but I don't see anybody talking about that game. You know, a Ratchet. A lot of Insomniac's games. Insomniac is an incredibly talented developer, but their games aren't really like Game of the Year material in terms of like oh, like the like the Game of the Years. Like they they like to this needs to leave an impact. This needs to be like a you know this big thing like you know tell a gripping tale or, or something like that too where ratchet and clank it, it, ratchet and clank and like spider-man they're just really fun games yeah like they're just really well done fun games but i think they just kind of um they just kind of they just kind of end at that where like these are really awesome games but then you know it's just like you know you know i, don't, game I, I, would, don't think. I would
0: like to see sneak into the game of the year like nominations maybe something does get left out like a Monster Rise is Tales of Arise. I'm about a little more than oh, halfway yeah. through the game, and I I have liked it quite a bit. It's an 87, so it's, like, right there on the edge of, like, oh, it could get in. Yeah. But that is a game yeah. that Bandai spent a lot of time on, and it's, like, a massive resurgence for the Tales series. It's sold over 1.5 million copies already. So, like, mm-hmm. people are buying into it. And it is... Yeah. So... Like we've talked about RPGs, but that has like that action RPG kind of to it, where you go into battle and then you run around, you actually swing a sword, and like it's it's a bit more actiony there. But the the mm-hmm. visuals are good, the story's been very good, and the the um, overall feel of the the world they're building up is interesting enough compared to other Tales games. So I wouldn't mind seeing that one at least just kind of sneak in there, but. I think you're right. I think I always think that cyberpunk is just going to find its way in for the sake of conversation and controversy. It just it, listen. Think about how much we talked about Death Stranding when that got dropped in there because everyone's like, "Hold on, Kojima, Death Stranding, what's that doing in here?"
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I, I, to be fair, Death Stranding, like they got a couple ten out of tens. I just think it was more. It was more of a polarizing experience. Yeah, I think cyberpunk is similar. Of course, outside of the fact that they lied, and they also, <laughs> you know, like. It was. It had a disastrous launch. It's a little better now. I played it on Stadia. <laughs> I played a, a couple hours of it on Stadia. That's fairly Like the rest I of experience. En- <laughs> I enjoyed the experience. Like I thought it was a a solid. You know, like I thought the world was well done. Like in terms of just like this is a very. Cool world. It's just like, you know, just like exploring it, but you know exploring it There wasn't much to do in terms of like exploring like it was just cool to like look around and see it Um, and I thought the story like I thought the characters and dialogue were were Good, you know, it was it was a cool experience. I just felt like, you know, like all right I'm just gonna wait till this gets all patched up, and the next-gen versions come out. Of course, I'm going to be waiting until 2032, but... Yep, I was uh, going to do a video you know, on that because like, it's
0: out of control right now. <laughs>
1: yeah, but I'll wait till that, but I enjoyed the experience for what it was, mm-hmm. and I think, you know, if if they didn't lie or something, if they didn't lie, like, beforehand about, like, what the game actually was and how how it was turning out, and, you know, if it wasn't as much of a disastrous launch, I feel like the game would be far more easy to bring a part of the game of the year conversation. But considering that, I feel like, I feel like there's a pretty high chance that it is. I feel like it's a big enough high quality game that sold enough. Even if a lot of people were pretty like, this is garbage. Uh, But it reviewed well enough in terms of the PC version. I want to point
0: out 92 critic reviews at an 86. It could be there. I'm just
1: saying, I feel like, I feel like it has a pretty good shot.
0: Oh, that's gonna be
1: fun! Um, and, and Mario Golf is gonna get nominated for like best family game, and I'm just yeah. gonna be upset at that. Cause well, no, Mario not Party, like Mario, Mario Party,
0: right? Mario Party would that, be. There. Yeah,
1: that would be good. Yeah, I have not played Superstars yet, but um, I do, I really want them to do DLC for that because like the, the the amount of boards is just a little too small. But you know, like everything else I've seen about it looks great. Um, but Mario Golf, man, they they dropped oh, the ball on that one. I was I so do, excited. I do for have Mario to Golf. ask you
0: about this, Scott, before we sign off. The Nintendo Switch Online yeah. N64 games. What's your what's your thought on that $30 jump? Oh, all right. Okay. So, I did
1: <laughs> I did a video on emulation recently, and I I specifically said like if people are like, "Oh, man, this emulation is so bad," or like, "Man, they they ported this game natively instead of emulating it." How great is that? I'm like, you do realize 95% of the consumers will never notice. <laughs> they will never notice the difference between an emulated game and and a ported and a game ported natively. Um, not to say i don't commend effort (laughs) obviously i like good emulation Mm -hmm. and i don't think the emulation is that bad it's just a little i think they rushed it in obvious ways with something like ocarina um because i think the games look far better than they ever did on wii and wii u like they pop so much more like color they do yeah um i think the problem is like they probably just like they, they probably just missed just the fact that I, I feel like the people emulating it probably were like, well, nobody wants fog. So let's just get rid of the fog. And it's, it's, you know, the problem is like, you need the fog in many cases mm. because like the games were designed around it. So, you know, that that's kind of like, you know, I, I think that's something they could easily fix, but I don't know if they will. What do you <laughs> I, I just feel like, I feel like they might not do that. What do you
0: think about the, um, uh, what do you think about that? The pricing now at 50,
1: Oh, it's garbage. You think that's a little high? I paid for it. (laughs) I think it's too high, so I paid for it. Well, I think a lot of people (laughs) on YouTube are
0: paying for it because they're like, well, this is something that we'll be following for a while because obviously they're going to keep dropping games onto the service. So you're like... I'll be covering, I'll be capturing footage. I'll maybe even talk about it in a future video. I'm sure you may do that sometime. Everybody.
1: Um, you, could, everybody you could just who, do a everybody video. Everybody who complained about the pricing. Everybody who complained about the pricing also bought it. You could do a <laughs> that's video that just, that's how just how
0: literally is. says Nintendo Switch Online and then Scott the Waz. It, it would be a whole thing. Yeah, um,
1: well, I, I, $50 is ridiculous, I think. They need uh, – okay, $20 a year wasn't that bad. I think people I think people overreacted a little bit. I think the main problem was the fact that the online is not something you pay for. This mm-hmm. is not something you pay for because Nintendo was not like they were still doing peer to peer, so it's just like that is not something you pay for. But you got a good I think you got good bang for your buck. At least like at this rate, you know, at this point in time for 2021, that's a pretty good you get a good amount for 20 bucks. Like you get a lot of NES and SNES games you get you know you get cloud saves which you know to be fair you know like i don't think should be a part of a subscription but whatever um you get online play which isn't great but it's also like you need it for the you know you 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 know it's a part of the subscription so considering that and you get some extra deals um you know you get game trials you get offers which is more so like pay 20 dollars a year for the you know audacity to be able to buy our overpriced controllers okay whatever but you know $20 i think it was a it was a fine price for $30 you get less it's just like for $30 more i think it's it's ridiculous because you get one system that you've always wanted mm-hmm. you get another system that nobody was asking for because you can already play all those games on the switch um, with the Sega Genesis, I'm happy with the emulation on Sega Genesis. Like, I yeah. think it's cool that it's works there, hard. but it's also like, but it's also like, I could play all these games on here, and the same goes. Like, okay, maybe the emulation is better than the Sega Genesis collection on Switch, but it's also like, the emulation is fine enough. Like, it, it works, and there's also online play in that one. I see people always saying like, well, you get online play with the games in the uh, the Genesis Switch Online app. But you got there was online playing the Sega Genesis Classics Collection on Switch already, so it's just like oh, okay. And the Animal Crossing DLC, it just felt like you know, like a lot of the people who subscribing to this don't even want that DLC. Yeah, <laughs> and you don't even own it. You don't even own the DLC. You just you you have it for the dur, the You're duration of your it. your license. Yeah, and I'm just like, all right, ten to twenty dollars. If this was another twenty dollars, maybe, but thirty dollars more, like it's something. It's more than it's more than. If 50, you know, it's it's more than the base subscription model alone Like in terms of price, this is $30 increase and you get less you get better games in terms of the n64 you get higher quality games But if the emulation is a little funky or it's, it's kind of like oh Man, this is it's, it's rough. I hope they add much more to the expansion pack and I think they will like obviously, we'll get more N sixty four games. We'll mm-hmm. get more Genesis games, and I hope that Genesis, the Genesis games they pick are cool third party titles that aren't already on Switch. Because I think the only Genesis game that isn't already on Switch is Musha. Yeah. And I'm like, that's really cool, but that's only one game. And I would have preferred. I would have even preferred if they done they they did like Sega Master System or something. Because at least that's not not already on Switch. Yeah. Or something like that. You know. Um, or just have the Game Boy games be a part of the expansion I think that's pack, gonna. I know? think Game
0: Boy will show up in uh, probably going into next year, and maybe that's their strategy. Just keep throwing more and more stuff on the service, and eventually it'll just be worth fifty dollars because of the content. But it's real strange to me that we can't. Like voice chat with Nintendo sixty four games online because you're already committing to having all yeah. these people in your room that you've gone through inviting, getting their friends codes, doing a lot of stuff to make it happen. You feel like, hey, you just plug in a headset and you talk to the people you're playing the sixty four games with because you probably know them.
1: Yeah, I think a big issue to me is just the fact that like Nintendo's just trying to make this subscription just this all-in-one thing where i'm just like why is online a part of the subscription it's barely even 10 percent of what you're getting yeah you know or it's just like why not just make the online play separate and they just have a nintendo classic subscription that'd be cool where you just have all of these classic yeah. games yeah and it's just like you know i think it'd still be really cool if you could outright purchase the game separately where it's just like what if you don't want online and you just want to play ocarina of time Is that really, should you really have to, you know, spend $50 a year, you know, through other subscription services, like pretty much like, you know, you can buy Netflix shows on DVD, you know, I go into the store and I see like shows Mm. that are Netflix originals that they release on DVD. So then if you want to just own it and you want to watch it and you don't want to have a Netflix subscription, you can, you can do that if you want. And, uh, I think, I think that would be a really nice feature, um, I just I feel like eventually I think in the next five years Nintendo's gonna re restructure revamp it this whole thing. Yeah. I think they're gonna restructure it. They're gonna make the online separate. It's gonna be a separate thing. And I think the classic games are gonna move over to their own subscription because I think at this moment the online play is an afterthought, which I think is weird to make a part of this whole subscription. Um you know, I I, I think I, I think they're gonna revamp it. I, I think at the moment i'm happy with it i i think it was just really cool for me to play mario kart 64 portably you know like it's just it was just really cool for me to be like oh shoot oh I'm, yeah I'm playing this in the palm of my hand like that's really cool like i got i had that feeling of like as a kid when i played mario 64 ds i was like what you know like there it's was just that, really cool. that moment where we were. psp
0: transitioning from console games going to handheld and it was weird you know what would always get me is when we would get that big 3d handheld game it just felt weird because you're like holding this thing and you can like see way off in the distance and you're like "What? In the Man, what's going on here yeah i
1: feel that i i have gotten more into the psp lately and it's playing the psp now it gives me that feeling it gives me that feeling because like went back in the day that thing was insane yep. just the fact that it's just like Oh my god like this is a legitimate ps2 game on the go and i recently tried to think of like a way as to why like the psp is a little like not not as not as like popular these days and i'm kind of like all right it's kind of like a jack of all trades master none where it's just like hey you know you don't get camera control and the exclusive games on psp they kind of feel like watered down you know like reports the psp kind of feel a little too watered down or, or something like that but it's still like it's still really did you, cool did you... we're playing it now did you play
0: Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core on that thing yet? No, oh, I did not. Oh, that one's good. <laughs> I
1: played. What do I have? Only on the I PSP. Have Vice City Stories. I have Vice City Stories. Uh-huh. I had too many games. I bought Scrabble for PSP because I thought that was <laughs> funny. Because <laughs> I was just like, because like the PSP, you always think of these big budget like yeah. blockbuster games on it, and I just saw they had Scrabble on it. Yeah. Um, I bought Mega Man Powered Up. I'm excited. Oh, to play yeah, that. I played that.
0: Yeah, that um, was like the weird. Those like yeah. the Chibi Mega Man, right?
1: Yeah, uh, I got the Burnout Burnout Legends. Um, let me see. I got uh, I got a couple of games. They had Tekken Six on the PSP, which I which I thought was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, that actually plays yeah, well. It's it, kind of it, like
0: that's pretty close to like the console version, actually, in terms of the inputs.
1: Yeah, there's a there's a lot of cool stuff on PSP. I'm, I'm looking at my collection right here, but um. Yeah, that that system like even though I didn't grow up with it, it was always something that I looked at with like envy. Like whenever <laughs> I'd see people with it, I'm like, "Oh my god, this is amazing." And even like playing it now, I'm just like, "This is incredible. This is just so impressive."
0: Yeah, I would I would um, look in a look in the Crisis Core. That was a real it's an, it's only on the PSP, but it's like the technically the yeah. prequel to Final Fantasy 7 where you play as Zack and it was it has this weird setup for the uh controls itself so it's not quite an rpg necessarily it's more action oriented but they have like a roulette system that will continue to spin as you're doing combos and stuff in the game with your abilities and uh, it, it was a pretty cool setup but it had i think one of the best endings in in gaming and it was very very good game it's like 25 or 30 bucks or something complete but that's mm. one i'd look into for the collection definitely for a psp awesome game
1: yeah, I think that's something they should uh, do at least a remaster of. Oh, they There's should definitely do a lot of PSP that. stuff <laughs> that needs to get a remaster. <laughs> you know, you look at that, and it's just such a funky little system. It's really cool to look at. I've been getting more into the PlayStation handhelds entirely, just like with the Vita. Mm-hmm. Um, I have most of the Vita games that I'd actually ever want, so I'm like, all right, I'm good with that. I don't have to worry about you know uh, it. You know they
0: have a dock for the PSP. It's PSP Go dock, and it actually yeah, is like a mini Switch uh, then.
1: I bought a Go, and I also got the Xperia Play. Yep, because <laughs> I wanna, I wanted to, uh, I wanted to get that. Cause if you wanna buy, if you wanna collect smartphones, so easy. Like old phones, if if yeah. you ever collect old phones, easiest thing in the world because nobody wants them. No, nah, they just like, throw them out. Get, basically, you can get an old iPhone for like ten bucks. Yeah, and it's just something where I'm like, why isn't why are more people doing this? Like if I had a little kid and I wanted to give him something like a smart device or something, I would just get him an old iPhone that's not connected to anything. And it's just like, here you go, download a game. And there you go, whatever. Um, cause it's like 50 bucks, you yep. know, for like an, uh, a solid iPhone. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of cool stuff. I, I'm, I think the next thing I want to get more stuff of is the PSP. Um, you know, because you don't see a lot of start stuff. start collecting those like, UMD movies. I have Zathura. Ah, Zathura. Let me let me see. It's right here. Zathura. I got that. We can end out on. There you I'll go. A shot of Zathura. Okay. There you go. Look at That's that. That's my only UMD. I need to. I need to get more of them. Look at that. Uh, so yeah, I want to get. I want to get Doom on mm. UMD. I want to get. I want to get video game movies. I want to get Spider-Man 2 on UMD movies. Because I have Spider-Man 2 for the PSP, and I think that's just kind of funny that you have two versions of Spider-Man 2 on the PSP. All right, so,
0: That was uh, yeah. about an hour, a little over an hour and a half, actually, um, for, the, yeah. for the podcast. So thanks, thanks Sorry, for
1: give me you get me started on the, you <laughs> the get PSP. Give me started on anything that you got me started on. Whatever you got me started on, I'll, I'll talk your head off on.
0: Well, thanks for thanks for joining me today, Scott. It was a lot of fun. The hey, podcast. It's and, always a pleasure, man. I guess Anytime. I think I'm just gonna put this up on the Spawn Wave Plus channel. people people are asking about the video stuff. I think I'm think i just gonna put it there, and I'll have an audio version up on Spotify and probably SoundCloud as well, um, so you can check it out there if you just want to listen to the audio of it. Uh, but otherwise, Scott's got mm-hmm. some cool stuff coming up. I'm sure you got a, plenty of videos
1: coming up in the in the coming weeks. And, I mean, like we're only two months until the end of the year, and I cannot wait. There you go. <laughs> I am oh yeah, exhausted. you're gonna. That's
0: right. You have it set up so like your season. Like this most recent seasonal end right, and then you go into I, the next season I sometime end next year. things at the
1: end of the year. Ah, okay, uh, when cool. you move, when you move into a new house, I'm just actively like I, I do not have time to do any of this. This is, this is. I have a ladder that's right over there that I need to put away. Like it's just there's stuff all over the place. So you know, it's exciting to actually uh, get. I, I'm I'm excited to end the year strong, but I'm also excited to just kind of relax and play some games. Yeah, you know?
0: play Deathloop. Yeah, Uh, there's
1: that i need to finish metroid dread but i'll do that before my break and make sure
0: you let 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 some people know beforehand they whenever your stuff is on tv so check it out and all that you know like if if, it'll
1: probably be on twitter it'll probably be on twitter soon cool i'll Um, keep
0: an eye i'll keep an eye out for it so i I can check it out there cool uh, all right everyone check out scott's channel's link down below in the description of course i'll see you guys next time